Today, a really honest chat about doubt, confidence and rebuilding esteem. But first, I want to thank GB Hockey's Shona McCallin for presenting this podcast yesterday, International Women's Day. If you haven't heard it, check it out. There was a great conversation with a hockey colleague, Emily Defrand, about equality and some of the exceptional work that Emily's doing outside her international training. This is actually episode 40 of Destination Tokyo, so there are plenty of others to look back on too. All sports, Olympics and Paralympics. But today's interview stands out there with one of those I come away with thinking... I've learned a lot from that. Laura Gallagher is 31. She's been one of our top trampoline gymnasts for many years, but during that time there have been many struggles too with injuries and mental health, so much so that she left the sport in 2016 for a few months. But a job interview for a position working with vulnerable children, which she got, started the process of changing her mindset. There's an awful lot here in the next 10 minutes, but here is Laura Gallagher. Hello. <laughs> Brilliant that you're here, Laura. Just before we get onto the other stuff, talk about your sport, trampoline gymnastics. It's one of those that I love about the Olympic Games. You don't see it for four years and then it's in front of you on the screen and you quickly become an expert. Just tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I completely agree with that. I mean, growing up, I used to love watching the gymnastics on the telly and that was something that was mostly, you know, Olympics. That is, I agree with 100%. That, that is, a, is a great thing about the Olympic Games. You get to see sports you don't always see as often and, and inspiring the younger generation into new sports that they wouldn't normally have um, thought about trying. So, yeah, so the, at the Olympic Games, um, trampolining, there is uh, two rounds. Um, so the first round's a preliminary round where you compete two routines. So I'll just try and keep it as simple as possible. And your second routine is, um, is tends to be your harder routines. The routine's made up of 10 skills. And the idea is to compete it as high and um, with as good execution as possible. So on the trampoline, you have a time of flight device, which measures the time that you're in the air for. And that gets added onto your score. So that's, the, um, that's one objective measure that you have. Another objective measure is horizontal displacement, which measures where you land on the trampoline. So you sort of get a bonus score out of 10. Um, so you have a chance to get 10 extra points. So um, the idea is basically to stay as close to the cross as possible. And there's deductions like as you go away from it. Um, and then obviously the judges are looking at your execution. So we want to keep nice tight shapes and a nice straight line as we exit. And then you get a difficulty score as well. So, yeah, so just as high and as strong and as tight as possible. It's a great sport to watch. It's exciting. It is. a great. You're right. It's a great sport to watch. And especially in an arena like the the Olympic Games or the Worlds where you've got a big crowd in there too. It's really theatrical, I think. I love it. How did you find the sport? Um, yeah, just at my local sports centre, I, I was I did gymnastics for a really short space of time, maybe a couple of months, and I just remember seeing uh, trampolining, and and it just looked like so much fun, and uh, I was really lucky. My parents, um, they were really encouraging, and we were quite a sporty family, and um, I was able to. Um, have a go at trampolining, just loved it, just did it around lots of other sports. I used to do rugby, football, literally everything. I used to love sport. And it wasn't when until I was 15 that I decided that I wanted to do the sport a bit more, um, you know, take it on a bit more seriously and see how far I could go with it. There are two things that I just wanted to, to raise with you from your social media and two sayings that you've put there that really struck with me. Uh, one was not hashtag not giving up and the other was not letting the sport define you. Tell, tell me about that. I think early on in my career, um, I, I, I did. I did lots of other sports and um, trampolining was always the one that I wanted to um, really see how far I could go. And I think coming 
like great it took me quite a long time to find my feet in the elite world but I think that coincided with the sport moving into the more of a professional sort of um, stage uh, you know only started uh, only entered the Olympic Games in in 2000 in the early days I think that I, I struggled to find my feet a little bit I think I've always battled with confidence uh, maybe self self-esteem things and that that doesn't fit really in the elite world there's not really much space for that you've, you know you've really got to be on top of it not just in the training environment or competition environment it's got to be through and through you and and I didn't have that you know I had to really work hard at that I had a series of injuries and in between those injuries some successful periods you know for example um, European bronze medal individually team gold world gold you know lots of really successful times but in between them some really low points of um, just and long injury periods and that sort of that was sort of cumulative effect and, and that really came to a head in 2015 and I really struggled to get my confidence back from that time. That was a really difficult period of, of my time and, and it doesn't just affect you as a trampolinist, it affects you as a person and that's where I had the balance wrong because I only saw myself or saw that other people would think of me as just a trampolinist or what, you know, not when actually at the time I was studying for a psychology degree, I was working and training and I had lots of other you know strings to me there were lots of other facets to my identity but I think at the time um, when things are not going well you need that that, that resilience to really clearly know who, what you're worth your value as a person before anything else and that's that's what I really learned was so important and I would really stress to any other athlete that it's so important to make sure that that side of you is is very strong because sport is not forever. And I've been through the transition out, out of sport where I didn't think I'd come back into it. And, and you know, that, that was you know, some hard learning, learning curves in that. But I, I'm very prepared now for whatever is thrown at me. It's, elite sport is not an easy, an easy place to be just like, I guess, high level you know, business or you know, anything that you're trying to work at your high, you know, to reach your potential at it's not an easy journey and it's amazing when it goes well and it's so brutal when it doesn't so it's just having that resilience of your value as a person that needs to be so that needs to be built up at the same time as your success as an athlete and is that something you've thought through or do you have tactics to help you along the way with that partly it was just experience and I learned through experience that time you know I was really out of control I sort of lost myself and my perspective of life um, and just it was more beyond it was it was beyond trampolining it was my future as a human being <laughs> I didn't I couldn't see anything it was a very horrible place to be um, I, I just couldn't pick myself up on the off up off the floor, and it was going through the interview process, you know, where you you have to try and sell you what what uh, would make you good at that job, um, you know, what you can bring to the team, and actually, my boss at the time, well, who became my boss after that interview, just right right person at the right time for me, she was just a phenomenal person to um, really help with that. I don't know if it was if it was deliberate but she absolutely helped me get me back on my feet just through work and through the job I was doing with young people at the time as well it was sort of a two-way thing uh, they were helping me as much as I was helping them they were helping me in my recovery and the, uh, you know and I'd like to think I had an impact in their journey as well but yeah so I'd say it was very much through experience and nothing was deliberate I I sort of was taking leaps of faith the whole way through just like when I decided to come back into the sport with the support and encouragement of some key coaching staff like who have been amazingly supportive 
uh, in the last five years. It's that letting, accepting where you are, letting go, but letting go of the past and how you felt from the past and that you can change the future. And it is, it did literally did feel like baby steps, um, but also just taking steps of faith, I suppose, and just trusting each. And then gradually I, I, I managed to trust lots of different people. But at first it was a very small group. And that's so important in elite sport as well. And that just grew from there. And then I just had to trust myself as well and just be open to everything that came to me. And just took the, I just took the opportunities. And in the last five years have been the most successful in my senior career. And it's been a like, phenomenal journey for me I just feel um doesn't matter what happens now I can I can hold my head up high and be really proud of the journey that I've had and that's the not giving up that's the not giving up yeah you know it's not been easy I had you know between London and Rio I had two two years basically off the trampoline injured not all in one go but just patches and it added to two years plus rehab and you know and and I just don't think I let those times go. I just, it just, it, it just piled on top of my head the whole time. And it just, I just didn't deal with it at all. And it just, I just allowed it to um, take over. And it just was like, I just describe it as a um, cumulative fatigue, I suppose. Like I just got more and more tired and my fight was always there. I never, never gave up and I always gave my hundred percent, but my confidence it didn't rise back up. It just stayed rock bottom. And the confidence, I think, is something I can see now because I learned to trust the people around me and trust myself again. And I'm not, I wouldn't say self-sabotage is what it was, but um, I'm not putting the blockers in for me. Now I'm allowing myself to dream and explore uh, where I can go with this and not be afraid to talk about it because I would never say before I hated the phrase Olympic hope, hopeful or you know I've got so much potential I hated those being you know people when people said that to me and I and I didn't like to talk about it but um but now I'm not really afraid it's not an arrogant thing to say I'd love to go to the Olympic Games and and do really well at the Olympic Games and love to you know contend for a medal that's not arrogance to say that that's just that's a dream that I have and that's okay to say it out loud it doesn't define my journey. Laura, it's been fascinating. The time has beaten us. I'd love to invite you back in a couple of months' time if you come come on and let's see how you're getting on. That's that's amazing. I think I've learned so much from you and wish you all the best for um, selection when it comes up in a couple of months' time. Thank you very much. That's trampoline gymnast Laura Gallagher. And I really appreciate Laura for taking the time out. And I've learned a lot from that 10 minutes. So thank you, Laura. Just a reminder that these podcasts go out Monday to Friday. It's Talking Olympics and Paralympics. I'm also using them to raise money for Maggie's Cancer Centres who do an amazing job helping people who are going through the cancer journey, both practically and emotionally. And if you can donate a few pounds, then please visit my show notes or go to justgiving.com and search Destination Tokyo. But that's it for today. Thanks a lot for joining me once again and see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.